We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. There are three guys that I consider that I wouldn't actually play on the slate that are below here. Do you know who they are? It's one of them Juan Mata. No. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joining us Thursday, March 28th, by Jordan Cooper to talk about Saturday's daily fantasy Premier League slate. Jordan, we've had an international break going on, and I didn't play a single slate over that break. I imagine you didn't either. Nope, didn't at all, especially when the first one for, for on DraftKings, like the salaries were not out until like maybe 15 minutes before the slate, if you remember that. The the two slates that jump out at me were that one, um, which I think they came out like five hours before. Which how about, how about the showdown slate that just didn't have any stats to it? That's the one that I was also going to bring up that <laughs> it, it's also locked at 7 a.m. Eastern. So there were people who got up early for this South Korea. I have no idea who they played. Um, and now I'm wondering if it was actually South Korea. Either way. Um, and then, yeah, they were like, oh, wait, we don't, we don't have any idea how many crosses are in this match. And so they just canceled it. And I just, I've been thinking about whether these slates are worth it anymore. Not, not for like the players, but it's... The way that they're structured is obviously, and we've talked about this plenty of times in terms of these top-heavy payouts that are supposed to attract new users. But I don't, I don't see the the enticement of these kind of international showdown slates with a maybe five thousand dollar prize pool when it feels like I would rather them just take that five thousand and apply it to a Premier League slate in a week. Like right, I almost want to go back slates. to the way it was. Well, it depends. It depends on the game. Like I, I, I think like 
saving the showdowns for like uh, pr- uh, you know premier type games would be fine. But I'm like, who's clamoring for a 7 a.m. friendly showdown? Yeah, I mean, on a weekday, uh, like yeah. I just I'd like I look at that and and go. Is there is there enough liquidity for that? I mean, I, I mean, they're doing it, but I mean, are they only doing it because there's no other soccer on that yes. day? Yes. Um, I think the 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 idea is soccer's every day, so let's offer it every day. And I think what they don't appreciate is that like one even just leagues forget like going from club soccer to international, but like there's a very different process when you have to research for a premier league slate than some internet or some, uh, even an interleague slate that includes games from the, um, from the Netherlands and Italy and the English second division in one slate than what normal people do when they play daily fantasy. Like I, I just, they, they've, no, no, I understand what you're some, saying. They've created something no. for hardcore soccer people, but they, continuously build contests to entice non-hardcore soccer people that's correct that's exactly the point that i was going to make like it's to put any premier league slate together or showdown or anything if you're already following the premier league that's perfectly fine they could do it for every one of them because it doesn't necessarily require any new research even for casuals most likely you're not just getting into like you're, you're getting into soccer and like I don't know anyone. Mm-hmm. But for people that oh I played a couple of uh, Premier League slates and now there's uh, oh it's Liverpool Tottenham showdown. Okay, that's perfectly fine. But once you move to to other leagues, it's like well I don't know anything about Italy. I don't know anything about France. Mm-hmm. Pe- people are less likely to play it unless they know something about the league or the teams. Sure, throw in the PSG game. Mm-hmm. Throw in the Juventus game. Throw in the Barcelona game. I, I get that. For if you're going to do showdowns, Getafe showdowns, I, I see no point in. If you're using that format for to entice casuals to make it easier, but it's a team that they may not even know anything about. And then when you get to the international stuff, is that the international squads are different every break. And different people are in, people are injured. You have to just look, find, even to find the lineups mm-hmm. is a little bit more of a chore. And go, okay, who who would be starting for Sweden? Who would be start Like, you have to do a little bit more research. So it's still primarily for a hardcore soccer crowd, unless it's, the bigger international sides, right? The England match. Fine. Make that a showdown. U.S. obviously here. Mm-hmm. Fine. Make that a showdown. When we see the, the Korea, Australia or something like, I mean, right. like, like why even bother at that point? Like the only people that are going to participate are people that like at that time or whatever. It, it just, it it goes against why they do those types of contests. And and you even, a lot of people don't understand that uh, on the outside, that showdown as a format, even internally at DraftKings is considered to be a gateway mm-hmm. format. Mm-hmm. This is a way to get people that don't want to go, don't can't, don't want to find it too intimidating to go through a 10 game slate, a six game or anything right? that, you know, they're watching the, the, the TNT games on for NBA. And those are the only two games that they're watching tonight. Mm-hmm. And they don't want, they know each, each and they, okay, let me be able to just pick five players from, from that game. Baseball, same way. Soccer, the same, the same way. So, uh, like the stuff that you've seen that the bait, the baseball showdowns now don't have like the relief pitcher bonus. Oh, right. And a lot of a lot of the sharper players are after. Oh, it ruined everything, whatever, like that. It's like, no, that goes along with what showdown is supposed to be. Right. It's supposed to be a gate, like to add the layer, because everyone's like, uh, it was so, it was so. There was a lot of edge in figuring out like the relief pitchers, and because you could put this guy. Yeah, 
the casual person doesn't want to have to do that. Yeah. So you throw in the relief pitchers, they're all minimum priced or something like that, and uh, if you need a punt or something, and now everyone's like, oh, with this captain spot, now there's going to be all these uh, duplicate lines. We see that in NFL. We said that is the that is the showdown format. Now they just made it consistent in baseball, but that's what it that that's what the format is for. It's for casuals. It's for to get. You 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 go get into showdown and go okay I'm I'm getting used to this and now now I play classic right so I agree with you in the sense of even in soccer which is the showdown in soccer almost seems like like uh, an oxymoron I actually don't I don't mind showdown as a as a format at all uh, in soccer like I think it it can work uh, I just think we're they're they're forcing and forcing it sounds so stupid because like obviously if you don't want to play you just don't play but the way i keep looking at it is i see and it's not even just showdown slates it is these kind of lesser leagues that um that you then have to like research is you have to research even for showdown which makes the sure sure why we're doing it yeah i i'm looking at it more from the how much are they guaranteeing on these slates that like no casual is playing and i'm i look at it as that's money that should be put into the slates that casuals will play which is generally premier league and champions league and i i still think the popular team interleague is popular enough like i think if you had that psg juve and um barcelona slate like i think people play that but the ones that they've come up with, I just keep looking at as you should just use that money to make the actual popular slates bigger, even more popular. Right. Right. Instead, of, we getting to the point where I'd rather not have soccer for three days and have something to look forward to than have, you know, five hundred dollar first prize contest for three straight days and then uh, a ten thousand a first uh, steak knives the fourth contest. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And the, I, I imagine there are a lot of people who listen to this podcast who completely disagree with me because all I've seen over the last two days in our discord are people like, I, there's no soccer today. I can't believe I'm actually making a baseball lineup because I can't play soccer. And like people have gotten very used to, um, soccer every day. However, Soccer out not, the ass. Exactly. These are not the casual soccer players. Like, well, of course. Obviously, if you're subscribing to Rotowire, you have a, an interest in playing, generally playing DFS soccer, and we have the stats so you can do it every day, generally. But I think this idea that like we should offer soccer every day so that a casual, any day that a casual person wants to play soccer, they can. It's like, no, that's not what they're looking to do, like take that money and make prize pools that we all want bigger to actually be bigger. I'm done now. I'll get off the soapbox. Well, that's my soapbox too. Yeah. Let's talk about Saturday slate. Cause it's well, Saturday slate is a mess. Um, it's not a mess. It's just, it's, it's a slate. You would think looking at this slate, it's a slate that I would love. Mm-hmm. You would look and you go, okay, no Liverpool, mm-hmm. no Man City. Mm-hmm. No Chelsea, mm-hmm. no Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Come on, let's Six say games. no Arsenal. Oh, no Put Arsenal. You're right, no Arsenal. Okay, I, I forget that Come they're on. a good team. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you—it's a six-game slate, and oh, and low totals. Mm-hmm. I should love this. It's like, oh, great! I don't have to worry about goals. Nope, you got—you got to worry about goals. You um, got to worry about goals the way that the. That, uh, it, this is a tough slate. It's it is. Um, this is a abnormally tough slate for the 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 teams that are playing. Yes, and the biggest favorite being the team that I hate the I, I hate the play. <laughs> the when I was going through uh, while writing my article, there was a very clear path of what I want of what I wanted to do to build my lineup, and the more you try to do that you realize it's really not feasible, which is disappointing. Because right. like, no, I, th- I, I, I found the three or four guys that I wanted, and I'm like, okay. And I put them in, and I'm like, okay, well, this is a good start. 
and then you go to fill in the rest and you're like, uh-oh. Uh-oh, right, that's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh-oh. Can't do that. Yeah, and then now you're leaving yourself thinking, how risky do I really want to get in a cash game? Because you may have to. You have you may, to. You, yeah. you, you, you're going to have to. I don't think you have to. Uh, I, I mean, you don't. You, you never have to, but you may lose by 40 in the process. Okay, uh, I so, actually don't even think it's going to be that bad. Like, I don't it think could you, be, hey, we, ne- we say that, and then it happens. Well, yes, but I, the, the way I look at it is the guys that you are not going to take, I don't think there's like one, there's no Harry Kane where you're like, if I fade Kane, I'm dead. Um, and so I think, I think there's a way around it. It's just not, it's still really not what you want to do. I think for a GP, for GPP this slate, I think it's uh, m- much more interesting GPP slate because outside of maybe one person, one, one player, like the gold, the goals in these games could come from every yeah. anywhere. Like, like it is not going to be the, the top end goal scores are, are non-existent. So like you could go a lot of play. There's 12 teams to choose from yeah. and, and anyone could score practically mm-hmm. for these teams. Mm-hmm. So looking at the, at the slate, uh, the biggest favorite right now, and I'm looking at pinnacle lines, mm-hmm. uh, Man United at home minus two nineteen against Watford, and all all these totals are low, so there's no total that's above three. So right. this is the highest total is two and three quarters. Yeah, a little bit of the juice there. Uh, I mean the lowest total is going to be Brighton uh, Southampton, but I mean there's no one big heavy total everything. Right. So uh, after Man Man United, the next biggest favorite is actually Crystal Palace. Mm-hmm. At home, minus two fifteen. So nearly the same nearly as the same. Man United. It's it's also against not Watford. like Manchester United is that big of a favorite against Watford because it's, they're Manchester United, and Crystal Palace is that big of a favorite because they're playing Huddersfield. Huddersfield. Right, it has it's nothing to do with Crystal Palace. Yeah, right. And then the next one would be Leicester City mm-hmm. at home, minus one eighteen against Burnmouth, and that's the highest total on the board currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of mixed, it's close uh, to Man United, two and three yeah. quarters. Right, close to Man United. Uh, then we start getting into pick and range stuff. Uh, the next would be, I mean, now they're practically all the same. Yeah, Wolves are a plus one fifty two away favorite to Burnley. Mm-hmm. Then Brighton is a plus one sixty five home favorite to Southampton, and then West Ham is a plus one fifty seven home favorite against Everton. Mm-hmm. Those are I consider those those, those three are, are all, the yeah, pick, pick up level games mm-hmm. so looking at this like nothing stands out like we don't have these teams like man city like how much how much man united can i get i'm not exactly. thinking that exactly i'm not even thinking that with a minus two nine i'm not how much crystal palace can i no i'm not thinking that mm-hmm. all i'm looking at is going okay there's 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 no like there's no teams that i'm trying to get the capture method or exactly or anything like that and then you start then you get over to DraftKings, you start looking at the forward pricing and you go who uh, uh, then 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 now you start having fits <clears throat> i because there, there are a lot of mid because uh, number one there are a lot more midfielders now just to let you know if you mm-hmm. haven't looked if you haven't looked at DraftKings, uh like what happened to this guy nope midfield only yeah. they, they 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 lost their forward eligibility and uh, so now you're stuck with even less floor options at forward. Yeah. The which which I think will actually end up making things even chalkier. Agreed. Agreed. Um, the way that I looked at the forward list is I scrolled through it, noticed the the few guys who were not there who are now just midfield eligible, and then I went to midfield, and it was. It was the complete opposite. It was the, there are almost zero forwards I really want to play. And there's eight, and eight they're like, nine yeah. midfielders you want to play. Exactly. So now it's like, not only do I, so then I, what I did was I put the midfielders that, that I wanted in. I'm like, okay, let me go back to forward. And it's like. Elias Kachunga time. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's as, I as hope my first forward, not time. even my second one. Right, it's like Jordan Ibe, he's getting the start. Yeah. I, I gotta, I gotta go with that. I'm like, what is Andy Carroll's floor really? Really, what is it? It's negative one. Right. But it's, it's, <laughs> can he survive that? That's the question. If he starts, if he starts, which, right, in the late game. 
Right. In, um, in the late game, right. <laughs> to compound everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so so looking, looking at forward, uh, that while there are midfielders to pay up for, I can't possibly see uh, any floor at the low end of this being worthwhile to do the dinky do. I think there is one. I think there's a dinky. If I again, if anybody has a better name for this, they're um, never gonna, they're never going to change the name. That people like it too much. I, people refer to it. It's 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 I now know. it's now common parlance. Webster's Dictionary is going to have. Do you think anybody ever says it and doesn't feel stupid? No, it's oh, that's not the point. I'm just curious. It's okay to feel stupid. It's okay to feel that way. Okay. Okay. So a lot of times you do the dinky do and you're wrong, so you should be. You should feel stupid, stupid right? <laughs> All right. I, think I mean, there are, there, there, are, there are viable, there are viable low end options. I mean, kind of you throwing in comparing them to a midfielder at that price. Okay. We'll, we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I, I see at the top for cash purposes, I see, I think it's going to be a choice. If you want to just go by viability, mm-hmm. I think it would be a choice between four players. Okay. Viability wise, I, th- I I I pretty much know the two that I would take, uh-huh. and uh, and I think you'd be surprised on one of them. Okay. Uh, but starting at the top, uh, Marcus Rashford, ninety three hundred. Lukaku is, I would say, doubtful. Yeah. I mean, you'll probably have to hear press conferences tomorrow. Yeah, they come Friday, so. So. I mean, Mar- Rashford does it change himself- your opinion though? Like, does your Rashford opinion change whether Lukaku plays or not? I'd almost rather him not play. I'd, 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 I agree with that. But if he plays, are you like that? I can't play Rashford now. Not necessarily. No. Right. Like he's better without Lukaku, but I, I'm not sure it matters enough where your right. opinion actually changes on Rashford. And he's and Rashford's better than Martial, regardless of who's in. Mm-hmm. Both three are in. I'll still take Rashford. I agree. And if Lukaku's out, it's not like, well, now I can take Martial instead right. of Renault. I'm still taking Rashford. Yep. But Rashford, 9,300, but in order to pay off that salary, he's going to need a goal or an assist. But it is the highest. T- I mean, they are, it's the biggest favorite. It's the biggest favorite, and he has the best goal-scoring odds on the slate. They're not, right. they're, they're not that great, but they're the best. Right. And without Lukaku in, if he's not in, he becomes the, kind of the focus of, of the attack. For the most part, right? Sure. If Lukaku doesn't play and you go, Man United scored two goals, mm-hmm. where do you think they come from? Pogba, but anyway. Okay. You're not, <laughs> you know, I had to. I, I had to no, stay on you're brand not right. playing. We don't, we're not going to get the midfield and you're, you have Pogba in your lineup. I hope not. We'll, we'll get to midfield. Oh, Jesus, you do. We'll get to midfield. <sighs> so, But Rashford is not your stereotypical forward floor play to me. Right. He used to be like, there was a time where he had set pieces and right. Yeah. Cause once you add a set piece to anyone, then all of a sudden he's in all my lives. Exactly. It's my style. Yep. Uh, so Rashford's one mm-hmm. now looking, uh, we, one of them like Pascal gross is out. Correct. So don't even worry about Pascal gross. For, I mean, he would be an option. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, unfortunately he's, he's injured. So mm-hmm. he's not going to be playing. I think it's fortunate. It's fortunate. Why? Yeah. So we don't get sucked into the $7,700 gross yes. that comes off 59 minutes in right. with four points. Yes. Do you consider right below him? Do you get, do you consider Dwight McNeil? Yes. I think he's, vi- I, he's part of one of the four. The, to me, the four that are viable up here are Rashford, McNeil, and then the two Crystal Palace options. Wow. Zaha, who's wow. questionable. Or Townsend. I cannot believe you are including Zaha. Well, you have to include that Crystal Palace is as much of a favorite as Man United, and and Zaha has a higher floor than Rashford. So how could I? How it wouldn't be consistent of me to say if Rashford is viable for cash, why wouldn't Zaha be? Because because Zaha Rashford has taken a set piece before, and Zaha has never. Uh, but I, I don't expect Rashford to take. I don't care about set pieces anymore. At the forwards, but look 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 at this. Look at this mess at forward. I know. I know. You have That's to not, Zaha was not who I thought you were going to say. Who, who do you think I was going to say? 
Richarlison. Richarlison? No, no. I don't play $7,600 Richarlison just because he's forward eligible. You don't play Zaha either. He's the fifth guy. He's the fifth guy, maybe, if he starts. I think there's another one. You think there's another? But uh, the ones that I've just said, Mm -hmm. like Townsend, 8,200, Zaha, 8,900, Crystal Palace against Huddersfield at home. Mm -hmm. As much of a favorite as Man United. I just look at it just in, in a vacuum of like Crystal Palace is as much of a favorite over Huddersfield as Man United is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. over Watford. So if you're gonna if you're gonna say Rashford's a play, you got to say Zaha and Townsend are plays. So my my question to you then is: Do you think individually? And I assume the answer is yes, since you just mentioned them. But individually, you think Townsend and Zaha are good cash plays for this slate. Right, for this slate. And if so, and it is so, would you play both of them? Potentially, sure. I I wouldn't put it past me to do that. Okay. Or anyone else. I would put it way past you. Well, yeah, way past me, maybe. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't see any, like, just thinking in terms of, like, to me, Zaha and Rashford are similar players. Zaha and Rashford. Rashford yeah, are sure. similar yeah, yeah. enough players that Zaha gets fouls drawn route. I mean, I, I, I would like, say to me, I would say Rashford and Zaha are as close together as Townsend and McNeil are. That's correct. Yeah, there you go. That's exactly what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Similar types of players. Yep. Which is why I think you would play Townsend and McNeil. But I don't know if I need the salary. Like that's the point. Like I go look and I go Townsend eighty two hundred McNeil seventy seven hundred, mm-hmm. then where does that salary get me? And it depends on who you play in the midfield and what you do with defense. Yeah, so it's less likely that I play Townsend and Zaha together, right? Because it's like Zaha for me to go from Zaha to Rashford for four hundred, I'll find the four hundred. Yeah, the the only reason why I, <clears throat> or the biggest reason why I ask that is, it's I feel like we constantly talk about guys who are on the same team, and we think that they're both good plays but we like completely rule out the possibility of playing them together like less Zaha and Townsend than like Townsend and Milivojevic like if you think those two are good plays and you're like but I can't play both of them but it's like but you think that they're both good plays there's no they're not cannibalizing each other they're like well well, no 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 there's there's a correlation problem when it comes when the the team stinks like, you're putting all your eggs in it. Like, we say that. It's like, how much Huddersfield do I have? And you mm-hmm. have four of a guy. Like, yes, individually, their prices are cheap for what they do. But maybe you shouldn't have half your lineup with the worst team in the league. That's fair. Even if you think they're both good plays. In a vacuum. In, in a vacuum. Self. Absolutely. Right. A vacuum analysis. Yep. Right. Yep. But for the for this slate, like, I, I look and I go... I'd rather not pay seventy seven hundred for Dwight McNeil. Okay. I, when I could play Townsend for eighty two hundred. Well, I th- like the five hundred dollar difference in the comparison of like Wolves are a much better team than Huddersfield. Yeah, I, I actually am less thinking. Would I rather play McNeil or Townsend? And more, it's would I rather play McNeil at seventy seven hundred than Rashford or Zaha? Oh, okay. I'm probably playing Townsend. But then we got all these other options in here that are, sure, goal-dependent GPP plays. Mm-hmm. Raul Jimenez. But they're good. Yes, I think they're they're all very good GPP plays. Right. We also have to uh, take into account, like uh, I said very shortly in the beginning, Zaha is, is questionable. Yeah. He flew to Africa for the international break and then didn't play in either game. Right. With a hamstring injury. Hopefully it was first class. But yeah, Jimenez, Vardy, I think is fine. I think Ashley Barnes is fine. I really, I mean, Batshuayi will be the lowest owned Crystal Palace attacker. So, go nuts. Chicharito, I mean, all these, uh, Arnautovic for the West Ham. Mm-hmm. That's a late Cal- game, though, so you got to make sure you're... Well, that's why you take Chicharito, yep. and then it's probably going to be Chicharito and Arnautovic, and you can just go down. Mm-hmm. Michael Antonio is actually the guy I thought you would get to. Yeah, but I, I how do I put a seventy two hundred dollar guy that I don't know if it's going to start? Mm-hmm. Like that, that's it's a, it's a non starter to me. Okay, it, it, how do you do that? You can't go anywhere. I mean, like, what what are you going to do? You play Calvert Lewin. <laughs> yeah, and, and right. Lose. Exactly. 
or you go up to Richarlison and then have the choice of going to like right. these guys aren't worth that. Right. Like they're not worth like, oh, but if if Antonio's in, you gotta play. No, they're mm-hmm. just cause they're better than anyone else in this range. Right. Better than playing Josh King. That's better than playing Chris Wood in cash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or Delafeu for fifty. Now now we start looking in the mid range, low range. Like, are you what what are you gonna do with the dinky? Are you playing Redmond at fifty two hundred? Yes. yes. Really? That's the dinky? Mm-hmm. Really, that's the dinky? Mm-hmm. I thought you would think of another guy. Um, I think there's an, I think there, I think, well, I mean, Redmond is one of, one of the three people that I was looking at at the bottom, but I thought you were going to say another person. Um, Jahan Bosch? Yeah. Oh, no. I, I'm, I, I have enough Jahan Bosch scars that I'm not. It's 5,000 and he's forward eligible. Yeah, he is. And, and Gross is out in March. Maybe the, the knock is injured or something. Yeah, no, it's knock hard. I, Knockhart's no, Knockhart's will pl- Knockhart will play. Yeah, I'm saying Knockhart's the set-piece guy. Right. But Jahan Bosch, if he's playing wide, has open play value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three oh, crosses the, the, in three games. This is the, I'm Dang not it. saying these are good plays. I'm just saying that in comparison to playing Steve Mounier. Yeah, I, I'm, I think Redmond is a better play than Jahan Bosch. Okay. And I would but, not do it in cash. But I think Glenn Murray's a fine play, too. Right, you wouldn't do that in cash. No. But like, if you're playing a goal-dependent player, paying fifty-three hundred for Glenn Murray versus eighty-three hundred for Jamie Vardy, why not? Right, or, or or whoever starts up top for Southampton. Yeah, although Ings is still pretty expensive. Yeah, but you could go down most likely with uh, Jordan. I probably gets a start. Doesn't play ninety. Forty-one hundred. You have yeah. to say that's viable at least for that price. I don't. I disagree, actually. I mean, because he'll get three points, and what, what's what's his value? Well, for three? right. I, I don't see I don't see any value actually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I play Elias Kachunga over Jordan. Well, that's what. Well, that's why I'm looking down here. That's why we spent so much time talking about the top end because I like I don't know I don't know how you play these people down here. I know I know Grant scores a couple of goals, but I what forty seven hundred for. For the second, second biggest away is the underdog. Yeah, I mean, but they're always an underdog, right? But they're not even at home against the right. even craftier side. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I agree. So a midfield. Mm-hmm. Is there is there a case to be made not to play James Madison? No. I think he's the most popular player on the slate. And you obviously play him over Pogba. I do. I don't. I don't see how you play Paul Pogba on this slate. In I cash. see it. How do you see it? How do you possibly see it on this? Slate? <laughs> no, I don't think you do either. But I think. Um, I'm just looking at the first uh, the first uh, bank of names on my screen up here, and there are it feels like five like or six to... that you would play over. Pogba. Right. I just uh, can I play? Can I? Can these people have forward eligibility? Can we just <laughs> yeah, exactly. get rid of forwards? But the, I, this is your problem. So you have Madison, uh, Ward-Prowse against Brighton. Um, Sigurdsson. Sigurdsson. And Frazier. Milivojevic. Knockart. Snodgrass. Snodgrass. Right. And you could, and at best, you could play two of these guys. I, you can play three if you play Redmond. Right. And pay down at defense. It depends on what you do at forward. If you're going to go like Rashford, Zahad, you probably you can't play. You can't, yep. Right. But out of all these the players, price mm-hmm. adjusted, meaning you have go point per dollar wise, mm-hmm. I still think Madison is the best choice. I agree. I think Madison still, Leicester versus Burnmouth on this slate. Like if this was a Man City slate, Madison at 8,800 would be efficient, mm-hmm. I think. I agree. On this slate, I think Madison should be 10K. I agree. And and I think Sigurdsson, if Dean is out, which we'll find out f- for sure. Well, not for sure, but we should have a better indication, I think, on Friday. Right. Like, I think Sigurdsson should be like 9,500. I don't know. I, I, I don't think that high. Okay. But I mean, but higher, yeah. 8,800 with no Dina. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Dina, excuse me. Right. Digny. I think Ward Prowse is efficient at eight thousand. I agree. I think 
Pogba technically is efficient at 8,600. Mm-hmm. I say technically because even then I, I, I don't want to play these people. I think Frazier away to Leicester is efficient at 7,600. Maybe slightly underpriced. Maybe he should be 8,200. Uh, yeah, I agree with that as well. So like my, my inclination is to play both Madison and Frazier in the same lineup together on both sides of that game. You think it's it's Frazier over Sigurdsson? Yeah. Oh, interesting. You could. I mean, but I mean, that to me, that's the choice. I mean, uh, a Snodgrass, you can't even account on to start. It's the right. late game. So if you play Snodgrass, like you, you got to play Sigurdsson there. Like you got to pay 7,900. So you're not going from Snod. I mean, you'd go what Snodgrass and then play Antonio in a midfield spot, and that that, that doesn't seem optimal. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, I mean, you can sure. But I'm saying at that point, why don't you just play Knockhart? And I think Knockhart is at 7,300 is slightly overpriced. I agree. But I mean, with set piece with the majority of set pieces, I think in this matchup against Southampton, maybe he's 6,800. Maybe that should be his efficient price. Yeah, so it's not like not it's that far. Off. Off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Milivojevic in a highly favored matchup against Huddersfield, seventy five hundred is maybe he should be seventy two hundred, but he's close to his efficient price. I think he's slightly overpriced. Wow. Yeah. Wow. He's so reliant for events. He's not. He's got his fine floor. I just don't think you want to play Townsend and Zaha and Milivojevic. Right. The old Crystal Palace capture method. Right. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I think the biggest risk with Sigurdsson is you don't really want to play him if Dean is in. And Dean is... uh, But he's not bad. He's efficient if Dean is in. No, I know. But you're you're choosing him. It's more about who you're not getting by taking Sigurdsson. Right. Like, I think you're... You might be better off with the safer Madison Frazier than Sigurdsson. You could make builds that only have one person from this range. Sure. I don't think that's optimal. I don't know what you're doing with it, but yeah. I exactly. Uh, JBG is questionable. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't gotten. Well, we'll get all the way. We'll get all the way down there. But let's take it. Take. We've been saying this for the past couple of episodes. Yeah. Uh, with JBG out, yes, I would play Brady the, if he started. Right, Brady's at thirty five hundred, but ridiculous. I mean Brady, but Brady plays. The problem is that Brady Brady really plays on McNeil's side. Yep, he did. Like he had so, a few starts on the right last year, right? Um, but none this right, year. But, right. So most most of the time when JBG's out, Hendrick plays on that side, right. and Hendrick ate Brady exactly. So like if if they do was if if Brady happens to start on the other, okay, that's a different story. That that's been the problem where we need McNeil. Because McNeil really came out of nowhere yeah. this year. So he's just been playing well. So in the case that McNeil sits and it's Brady Hendrick, then you play Brady. Mm-hmm. Like that would that that would be my, I mean, that would be the top midfielder play of the entire slate. But I'm getting, getting out of the way because you see Good Munson here. And if Good Munson plays, I don't consider him to play a play at 7,200. No. In comparison to the a, rest. I'm not even sure I would play him in a forward spot at 72. No, if it was a forward eligible, that would be much different. You'd, you'd see me with Good Munson and Townsend. You'd, you'd know. Come on. You yeah. already know. Mm-hmm. If Madison happens to be out, Ugh. there there are some risks. I, I don't. There's no Lester pivot I go to. You don't, you don't play Telemans? No, I don't. 7,200? You just end you up playing. For, so Gazal can take all the set pieces? Uh, maybe the Gazal doesn't start. Right, you don't know. It's it's up in the air. Maybe Fuchs starts and he takes all the set. Yeah, Who exactly. knows? The, I, Who knows the, what could be? But it's still at that point. It's like the only sure thing you know at that point in that range is just take Ryan Frazier because it's the yeah, it's born it's the other side of the game, but there's no doubt on that side of the game. Mm-hmm. That's why I look at Frazier's price at seventy six hundred. It's like if, if by all things being equal, like there's no doubts in that. I agree. Like Sigurdsson, there there's doubts. Even Ward Prowse. Yeah. You know, but Brian Frazier, like you take a look at the lineup and it's like if it's Ibe on one side, Frazier on the other, you got the whoever's in the central midfield, you get the Charlie Daniels, Adam Smith's, whatever. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. The dance yeah. line, the King and Wilson, up, like you look at that lineup and you go, 
the fulcrum of the entire offense as well as all the set pieces is, is Frazier. So mm-hmm. like, like there, I mean, Lester aren't a team to be that afraid of. Mm-hmm. And when in doubt, like you, you can't go wrong. I'll take him over Milivojevic. Take him over Knockhart. That's why I'm looking at this price range. I go, go why am I, Why would I take any of these guys over Frazier for that little amount of money? Mm-hmm. I don't disagree. Then you could go further down, and then you get to, like, Matinho at 6,600. Yeah. Go, He's if, a, that's if, a weird price to me. Like, I feel like he should just be up there with the other guys. Really? You think it's underpriced? A way to Burnley? Sure. Okay. I think it's overpriced. Over? Overpriced. Wow. Okay. Not as overpriced as Ashley Westwood, but, I mean, but overpriced. <laughs> Ashley Westwood at 6,300 is, no, amp, sorry. Something's broken. But I look, I look at this range, and first off, I'm not even sure if you're going to be in this range at midfield to be able to go Bettino, Felipe Anderson in the late game. Mm-hmm. Like at that point, I'll, I, like Play at Moy. this point, I, no, that's what I was going to mention more. Yeah. So like, if it, in between Matinho, Westwood, and Moy, like why not just take Moy for the? It's fifty nine hundred. Totally agree with you. And if you don't like taking Moy and you want to take someone like open play to take Barnes. I was going to say, it's the Madison Frazier. I was like, oh, all right. I have a guy on each of those games. And then I see Barnes and Brooks right next to each other. I'm like, those are decent GPP pivots on both of the guys that I would play in cash. Right. Or Dabari Gray. He's He's more of a GPP play. I hate playing Gray, but I'll admit, yes. I'm saying that the floor, you could argue that that the floor of Matinho... Westwood and Moy. Get out of here with Westwood. I got to throw him. No, you don't have to. Okay, then I'm not throwing him. Yeah. Fine, Matinho and Moy. Yeah. The floor is 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 a is is the same for 700 difference in price. Mm-hmm. Matinho has slightly better upside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's primarily assist upside. Exactly. How many shots has Matinho taken all year? Probably four. Shots on... No, okay. 14 shots, two on goal. One goal, seven assists. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Yeah, but they've played how many games? Uh, 30. That's an av- <laughs> right, yeah. That's an average of a half a shot a game. Mm-hmm. Right, that's what I said. He has assist upside. Right. He... Ashley, Ashley Westwood. One goal, six assists, 18 shots, four on goal. 67 crosses, and Matinho 138. has 138. Okay, so that, that's a significant difference. Mm-hmm. But still, if you take away the crosses, Westwood ain't that much different than Matinho. Then you get Aaron Moy. Why are we talking about Ashley Westwood? Like, I don't get this. What? I don't know. Why? He's a set-piece taker, and you throw him in. There's no way he's in consideration. Well, why not? I'm just I'm just saying, like, in what world are you ever taking Ashley Westwood for three hundred dollars less than Matinho or three hundred dollars, four hundred dollars more than Aaron Moy? In a in a, in a Ashley Westwood, and maybe in his world. Yeah, come on, Ashley Westwood. Maybe we're all living in Ashley Westwood's dreams. We're a simulation, <laughs> something. That's why he keeps on getting priced up. We're in his mind. It's like I, being John Malkovich or something. There, I mean, like, f- I'm not playing him at 4,300. No, you'd play him at 4,300. He's not, playable. I wouldn't. Price. Because of the opportunity I, cost of taking up a spot. Exactly. If, if, he, was, if he was a $4,300 forward, I would play him. Oh, so he has to have forward eligibility yes. now. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're becoming Ashley Westwood's nightmare. <laughs> but to put things in perspective, Aaron Moy, two goals, one assist, 37 shots. 12 on goal, 115 cross. Yeah, he lets him rip for a guy who doesn't really shoot that much. Right. Yeah. So that's why I look at that, I look at that and go, I'll take Moy over all three of them. Yes. And I'll play Moy over Redmond. The only reason that Redmond is anywhere close to the conversation is because he's forward eligible. Mm-hmm. Then you look at Moy and you go, well, why, if you're going to play Moy, why don't you play Alex Pritchard? Because you're playing Moy. Right, but I mean, but Pritchard's viable. Sure. Moy has the set pieces, though. True. Well, four. Well, it's actually not that. I mean, Crystal Palace isn't that good. Again, 
It depends on who starts for Huddersfield also. So, I mean, it could be Pritchard could not be in. Moy yeah. could be playing in the 10. I mean, who knows? Is Moy coming back from Australia? That's probably something I should have looked at before this moment right now. Whatever. I think I... All yeah. sources point to him playing, yeah. so yeah. I don't see any problem with it. Mm-hmm. There are three guys that I consider that I wouldn't actually play on the slate that are below here. Do you know who they are? It's one of them Juan Mata. No. 4,200 if he starts. No. He's not going to start, though. You definitely play him if he starts, though. Probably. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I probably would. Lanzini, 4,100. Lanzini is one of them. Absolutely. Indeedy, 4,000. There we go. There we go. Dendocker? No, no. Although I don't think he's that bad. No, he's not that bad. The other guy is really somebody I wouldn't play, but I have to talk about him anyway. Are we talking about Bacuna? No, but I think he's fine. But right. Philip Billing? Philip Billing, 3,600. Right, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm not sure if he starts. He's been so bad lately. Like he has well earned that 36. I don't know where this guy went. No, that is Philip Billing. You're no, seeing the how, real no, Philip Billing. No, how dare you? How dare You're you? You're seeing the real Philip Billing. No, 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 no. Philip Billing from earlier when he ended up being a 6,300 player. That isn't Philip Billing. <sighs> That's an imposter. That is. This is the real Philip Billing. This is the 3,600 Philip Billing. He's efficiently priced. Do you play Gazal if Madison doesn't start? Yes, of course. Of course. Okay. 3,800. The problem comes in is that if they've Gazal, that Madison doesn't start and Gazal plays, and then uh, if uh, if uh, uh, McNeil sits or something and Brady's in, and then it's just like, okay, now I can pay up for everything, and I don't want to. Yeah. Then you're like, okay, now what do I do? Now I have Frazier, and I have Rashford, and I have Townsend, and then I'm, I'm, I'm paying I'm paying 6,000 for each defender, and then 10,000 for goalkeeper just to be safe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You actually get to take the extra salary and use it for your baseball lineup later in the day. Oh, that's the promotion they're Yeah, that's what they're doing now. That's how they're getting people to play base to play soccer. Build a lineup and whatever you have left over, you can just take to baseball. I may just play soccer just to put minimum salary players in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm now I'm going all the way to the bottom going. How do I get Ben Johnson in? Yeah, how do I get more Ben Johnson? I don't even know who that is. Me neither. Never heard of him. Aaron Rowe may actually start. I'm looking down there. Aaron Rowe for Huddersfield, 3,000. Mm. Decore. Oh, he's finally. See, the, now, see Billing, Decore, they're yeah. finally at normal levels. Yeah, cleverly 3,100. Tempting. I, I don't see playing Watford midfielders this late. I'm just kidding. I will guarantee that... Um, Somebody in the Discord will talk about a Watford stack and try to convince us how good of a play Gerard De Lafayette is. That's one specific person. Yeah. But down here, uh, depending on the Brighton lineup with Gross out, I don't consider uh, uh, Basuma to be Basuma to be a bad play. Not in cash. <sighs> Not in cash. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Just, uh, I mean, some people, some people don't play cash games, and they play mm-hmm. GPPs. And I'm like, if they want cheap midfielders, there you go. There's a cheap midfielder. Yeah, I put Basuma in the same category as Will Hughes that people just keep trying. Yeah, but with, but uh, uh, to Old Trafford, I'd rather not. I'd at least pl- play someone at home. Brighton, Southampton's bad. Yeah. I mean, but that's as much as, I mean, you play, when you play Basuma, that's as much as playing like, like uh, MacArthur. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're at that range of like, uh, if something happens, great. Yeah. Mark Noble. You're waiting for a penalty. Mm-hmm. I'm not playing anybody down here. Unless, unless it's Brady. Brady. Unless, unless it's Brady. Brady. Yep. <clears throat> which is not going to play. So what does it matter? Yeah. Uh, Defender. Do you save a spot for Lucas Tina? I don't. I don't think it's necessary. But I will see. I, I, I'm going to hear the press conferences tomorrow. His was today. His was today. And what did they say? He's okay. He's okay. Okay. We have one more session. Okay. That that doesn't inspire confidence. It didn't for me either. Okay. So I'd rather I'd rather just not blame. You're dead without him. Meaning like. 
What if I'm dead without him? If you if you play him, sorry. Meaning, if you are giving a fifty nine hundred for a defender spot and he does not play, the you're leaving a minimum of twelve hundred on the table. Right, because you're taking Cresswell or Colvin. Right, and not getting nearly the same production. Right, of course. That's why I'll, I'll just play my. I'll just play Ashley Young. Of course, because what could go wrong there? Yes, fifty eight hundred. Yep, Ashley. I don't. Young, I don't. And you're not playing Holobus on this slate, but Ashley Young and Holobus are the exact same player in the respect of they will have like five bad games in a row, and then they'll have that one fourteen cross game with the unusual six tackles won and five fouls drawn. And everyone's like, how can you ever fade this guy? Ignoring that they've lost five weeks in a row because they have two points. And it drives me insane. Four, 4.3, or 6.3, 4.5. Yeah, there you go. And he's going to have 17 on Saturday when I don't have him. And you're going to be like, how could you ever fade Ashley Young at home against Watford? Right, how can you? Right. I don't think be like, that's up- how I felt home against Southampton when he had six. Right. I don't think paying up for defense is necessary. I agree. I think there but, there are two very big traps that probably become one trap because of, like, if the West Ham-Everton game wasn't the late game, um, I think a lot of people would play Leighton Baines at 3,300 if Dean wasn't uh, in. And the other trap is Patrick Van Anholt at 3,700. That isn't that bad. Exactly. Not bad for one point. Not bad at all. I guess they're more of a GPP play. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think, mo- I think most of the defenders are, are, pre- are pretty much efficiently priced. I like I, I, Even low, Lerber, Lerber, whatever, at 4,300. Mm-hmm. You have to check, check to see what that hardest field formation looks like. Sometimes he plays as an attacking winger. Sometimes he plays as, as a, a, a fullback. Sometimes yeah. it's a wingback. And sometimes he only plays 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. So you never know what you're going to get there. Yeah. But I, but I look at these prices and I go, Ashley Young, 5,800. Okay, so that's, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Target, if he got the start, would be that. But yep. he's probably not. Valeri at 4,800. Seems fine. Mm-hmm. Bertrand at 5,000. Okay. Ricardo yep. at 5,500. I mean, Chilwell or Fuchs at that. I, all these prices are just like that's that's their that's their price. Like that should be their price. Like nothing. Even Holobus at forty seven hundred away to Watford. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be priced down in that matchup. Cresswell forty seven hundred. That's efficient. Mm-hmm. Charlie Taylor forty six hundred. That's efficient. Yep. The Wolves got Doherty and and the, those seem efficient away to Burnley. I mean, you could play that, but I mean, if they're all efficient. I'd rather go find the places in the other positional spots that are less efficient mm-hmm. before going to defense. Like to me, Dina, if he was playing, is slightly underpriced. I totally. Oh, I, I don't think it's slight. No, I think it's you overrate him, and I don't. You're right. Like I think he's a sixty-six hundred dollar player here. Uh, I would. And you higher. probably think he's a seventy-five hundred. No, not that high. I think seven thousand is right. Okay, 69. So not that far. It's not not far off. No, it's not. But if you're not going to know if he's in, it's yeah. If, unless you see word, unless you see word or whatever. But I don't. To me, even even if you say there's a fifty fifty shot, is he? If he plays, is he a must have of the slate? No. The the way that I look at it though is if I knew he was playing, I. There's no way I take Ashley Young over Dina. That's correct. Well, that's why I'm that's why I'm saying that if you're not going to take Dina, maybe you don't take Young and you just pay down in two yes, defender spots. I agree with that. And down doesn't necessarily mean under four thousand. It could mean just taking the taking the you know Doherty, yeah, Doherty and or, Low yeah, or yeah, something. Right. Yeah. I mean two low four K guys. Mm-hmm. I mean they're all efficiently priced. Then mm-hmm. and, and using your money in the midfield spots. Sure, okay. But yes, if I knew if I knew Dean was in, I'd take Dean over Ashley Young, yes. Okay. But I don't think this is the type of slate where you have to go all the way down and play center backs. I agree with that. That that didn't work out well for me last week mm-hmm. or two weeks ago. 
It's been so long. Yes. Well, what's the difference between a $3,400 fullback that does nothing and Harry Maguire? Well, the $3,400 fullback doesn't have a red card nine yeah. minutes into the game. Yep. <laughs> I forgot that. I had him too. I forgot that game. Goalkeeper? Yes. I'm just looking. Oh. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what does there to even look at? Just looking. Okay, now I'm now I'm sure. Now okay. I'm sure. Jordan, what do you do with goalkeeper? Uh play whoever you want. Oh, good, good. I think the popular goalkeeper is gonna be Heaton. That's what I was gonna say. Cheapest home goalkeeper, probably you know you're probably not playing wolves in cash. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it could be anyone. I mean, you could play anyone. I mean, come on, really? Do we have to do this all every 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 week? slate, every slate, every, every week? Slate. If I have to write about it every week, I'm going to make you talk about it every week. It's goalkeeper. I'm not sure if paying up for goalkeeper. I mean, number one, it's a six game slate. So the bigger the slates, the less likely you should be paying up. It's kind of the in between though. Five and six is kind of no. It's, six no, is no, the it's a big enough slate. It's twelve goalkeepers. Yeah, ownership will be spread out enough. But uh, you're. Understand that De Gea and Guaita, mm-hmm. like they're priced at the same levels as when uh, Allison and Ederson yep. are minus nine hundred favorites. So understand, like it's all slate dependent. So mm-hmm. Man United and Crystal Palace are minus two hundred favorites, and you're paying those goalkeeper prices, right? Anyway, so that's why I'm looking. I look. I would look down, and that's why, like. Even the underdogs, the Lossels, the Fossils. Yeah, I think Lossel will be fine. You can play Townsend and Lossel. If you can, I'd rather not. Sure. If you're not going to play Ashley Young or, or, or Rashford, then you just play Ben Foster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I still think I think Heaton is going to be 4,500. Unless they decide to give Joe Hart a start. <laughs> and if they do that, then just don't bother playing them. No, that's when you load up on... That's when Jimenez becomes a cash play. Right, of course. Of course. Jimenez, Yoda, and... Uh... Yoda's not even forward eligible anymore. Yeah. Everything's disappearing. This is what happens when you get stuck in Ashley Westwood's mind. Ugh. Things start disappearing. Ugh. Things are out of place. You go, I thought I had a sister. And no it's one like, acknowledges them. I, and you're like, what happened? There were plenty of times on previous podcasts where like Ashley Westwood was worth a conversation. And then today was the day we talked about him more and he's 6,200 or 6,300. Don't, don't undersell him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that it'll be low. owned. he's a hundred dollars more than the ridiculous price I had in my head. It'll be low. I'm going to go back. I'll, let's go back to another bit. Since we're reminiscing. Okay. Ashley Westwood guaranteed goal. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh my God! And Philip Billing, of course, right at thirty six hundred. That's that's going to be that. We're all talking about well, if Brady starts, play him and and Madison Frazier, and it's the win. The winning lineup is going to be a midfield pairing of Westwood and Billing. Cleverly in the utility. No, come on. Let's let's get within. We have to maintain some amount of sanity. Sorry, you're my my fault. My fault. Right. Juan this isn't Mata a joke. I could get Juan Mata if he starts. Oh, there it sure. is. Yeah, Mata. Right, right, right. right. Mata Billing. Westwood. I know this sounds crazy, but based on how they tend to do uh, positional eligibility, it's it's weird to me that Mata has never been forward eligible. Like he has enough starts like in that front three because people play him when he's in the front three and then he's terrible. But like I I wish we could have had a Juan Mata in a forward spot for 4,200 conversation today. Right. Well, I mean, technically McNeil, why is he forward eligible? Right. Exactly. Truthfully, a lot of these forward eligible players sure really even shouldn't be forward eligible, but I'd rather err in the other direction. Sure. Yeah. There's no reason why Jordan Ibe should be forward eligible. <laughs> no. Or in consideration for this slate. Anyway, if anybody has any follow questions for Jordan, you can find him on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's Blender HD. You can also find him on his daily periscopes, which uh, air around 4 o'clock Eastern. Um, it's generally NBA during the season, but now it's going to be a little baseball. But you can always ask him a soccer question and piss off all the basketball and baseball people as well. 
So uh, I'm at Rotowire Andrew on Twitter. I don't do a daily Periscope, but you can probably find me in the Rotowire Discord, which is available for all subscribers. If you haven't joined, just go to rotowire.com slash chat, C-H-A-T, and there's a single button there to get you signed up. Jordan, thank you for all that, and good luck this weekend. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.